Eagles. The first time you broke my arm. But what happened after you broke my arm? I wrestled for another 10 minutes and I tapped you out because no matter how many bones you break, you can't break my heart and you can't break my spirit. But I do have revenge on my mind. And that's why I'm challenging you right now for January 4th, Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome. You and me, one on one, and I am going to get my revenge. I'm gonna break your arm. I am going to break your right arm. And you will never be able to do the Rainmaker ever again. Wednesday. I am the professor. This is the Top of Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back. I'm excited and jazzed up for this week. Got a lot of fun stuff that we're going to be talking about. We had, uh, well, no pay-per-views in the wars, but we had one in real life because wrestling. And I'm excited that you guys are here listening to us on, well, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and The X. Now, I gotta say, Today's going to be full of either agreeing or a lot of debating. And I can already tell by looking at this week's doc that uh, I'm going to be arguing with just him, the doc, ODM. Hey, man. I, I said that as you went to go sip your drink. That's fine. That's great. Hey, I know, you? right? Wheezy Joe has to make sure he's nice and lubricated here more ways than one. So, <laughs> you know, one. <laughs> so. You know, one of the things I like to praise about this show, and it's not a lot, is uh, your, your production <laughs> value. <laughs> hey, it's is, is, is your production value. Uh, the way you put together the intro out of nowhere and then the new intro that we had and the new one that's probably coming. And sure. just, you know, the bumpers, every, everything. It's just, it's top notch and it's worth listening just for that. You know, I always said this is a vanity project and I stand by that. I love doing this. It's fun. Uh, you know, I think what we get out of it is a lot, way more than what we put into it. Um, having said all that, there's I'm one like, bumper that I have a feeling we're, we're going to be using a lot less this year. So, uh, let's yeah. just, uh, yeah, yeah. Should if I, I have to hear about the Eagles one more fucking time, Buster, I'm just kidding. I, I, I got no hate there. I got no, I, I was going to say, I got no hate I'm there. I'm just pissed. Unless we wild card our way into the Super Bowl somehow, but until then, yeah, I'm not even going to bother then. playing the sad real American. It's not even worth it. Nope. Fuck no. it. Put it on the shelf. But uh, we will be talking about a lot of things, you know, uh, some big news that came out this week and a couple of things that even you heard in that production value. Some of the sounds that we already heard at the beginning of this show. So I'm excited to go over everything with you. Uh, and, you know, one thing I didn't mention is we actually do have 
a little twist on our movie of the week segment this week, which I'm kind of excited to see uh, what you bring to the table. No pun intended, because we also have that as well. First, wait, you know what? For the first time ever, let's switch it up. Get the table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh my god! Let me start off by saying Logan Paul ain't save shit. <laughs> All right, I, you can say that's a hot take. Hot take my ass. He ain't save shit. I had to just jump this up to the beginning because I'm like, there's no way I could go the next. 15, 20 minutes talking news and even talking about crown jewel results without bringing your table, uh, bring it, bring to the table segment. I saw just that. Let's analyze it for just half a second. He did save him from dropping on his head. But hang on. I do think that Logan was the reason that Ray almost hit his head because I think Logan was back too far. That's personally just how I saw it. I thought he was back a Agreed. little too far and then yep. stepped forward just in time. But he did save Ray's life. Also almost killed him, but saved him. He didn't save him at all. I watched it the first time. I was scrolling through socials, saw it. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Well, you know, as much as I hate him, never, you know, I always said he's fucking, he took to this fucking naturally like he's been doing it his whole life. I give him props there. And I saw it again, and I saw it again, and I saw it again. And I just kept watching it over and over and over and over again. Certainly, if you look at it and you glance at it, certainly saves. Uh, Ray does kind of like a lion salt off. Ray Mysterio Jr. does like a, a well, I'm sorry, no junior. He's in WWF. Uh, does kind of like the lion salt thing. And Paul catches him, and then I forget. It goes into a tombstone or, or something else or whatever. It, I watched it so many times. If... Logan Paul wasn't there, he would have completed the revolution. His legs were already moving back and his head was turning. He wasn't going headfirst into the mat. He would have made the turn. I don't know. Close, sure. But he didn't save shit. Stop licking his balls. Yes, he's a good wrestler. Yes, he has done amazing work in a short time in WWF. But he ain't save shit. As soon as, and I'm not going to lie, I had some time available that morning. And that thing started at, what, 9, 10 a.m.? And I threw it on in the background, you know, so I could just kind of, you know, just see some of the matches, see how things go. I knew it wasn't going to end the way that it could have for the main event, but you had to to watch just in case. You don't want to be the one that reads online. Uh, I actually missed a good chunk of this match. I actually missed that part. But as soon as I saw that, that highlight online, I go, whoo. ODM and I are going to argue. I'm like, he's going to hate fuck on this guy so hard. But yep. yeah, I mean, pretty up to par exactly what I thought was going to happen. I actually, I don't know. I, I I gave you my take. I think that it was Paul's fault that Ray almost would have had an accident. He was pretty far away. Same to Ray. I mean, like, don't you kind of need to look back before you make the jump? I don't know. That's, yeah. Neither here nor there. We got a new U.S. champion, as you heard in the bumper. Uh, yep. But let me tell you what I'm bringing to the table. About two years ago, I was in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I got to go to a very special wrestling event. And last night, some shit popped up on my feed, 
And I found out I am 57 minutes away from going to round two of Micromania. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget your cookie. Don't forget your cookie sheet this time. No, I won't. That's that's for sure. I don't know if I'm going to get in line and take another one of those to the noggin. But uh, I'm I'm excited about it. Should be kind of fun. Yeah, whatever. I saw it was going to be there. And hey, the wife was like, you know what? That sounds good. What time does it start? I go. Uh, doors open at eight. Shows at nine for tomorrow night, a Thursday night. She goes, <laughs> right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's it's she's world. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I can look at you. Yeah. You, you, Jesus Christ. All right, man. Let's get right into back. some That's news. What, what do you got going this week? <clears throat> Most of the news, it seems like. Talk about another first for a while here. Um, Endeavor. Now, this is confusing because I'm even confused. So I'll try to wade through this and uh, and and make it clear. Endeavor is possibly going private and or being sold. Now, you may be saying, well, wait a minute. Endeavor just brought on WWE to join with UFC. And then there's TKO Group, which is the stock market. Okay, so. UFC was separated from Endeavor, merging with WWE under TKO Group in order to try and boost Endeavor's stock price, okay? So it's just one of those sketchy fucking shell corporation kind of weird things where you kind of separate things for different monetary gains and whatnot. So apparently Endeavor is in talks with the Middle East and the Abu Dhabi Wealth Fund Mubadala Investment Corporation, uh, about a potential sale uh, of Endeavor. This would not affect the TKO group or WWE, and this is per Ari Emanuel, who is the Endeavor and TKO group CEO. So interesting dealings there. Again, not necessarily directly tied to WWE or affecting it, but still just interesting that right after this merge, they're already trying to shuffle shit around. The going private thing, I'm not sure... If that's a good thing or bad, I don't. I really don't. Even, I don't know. I don't know shit about stock. It, 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 you know, it was funny because we were always talking about WWE possibly selling to the to the Middle East, and I guess in one form or fashion, they kind of almost are, even though they're technically, yeah, whatever. True. Who the fuck knows? Blood money. Put on a hell of a show this past week. <laughs> yeah, that I was gotta say, right. mommy was looking. Mommy was looking quite fetching in the full body suit. You know, she. Uh, it reminded me of someone. I can't remember what it was. They Someone said it was like a perfect... Oh, if you look at how her hair was set up and how her makeup looked, kind of looked like... Uh, was it Jason Lee or Brandon Lee? Brandon Lee from The Crow. Brandon Lee, The Crow? Yeah, huh? she kind of had The Crow look to her. And yeah, the full body suit. Yo, I'll even say it right now. The end of the match... You know, she retained. Uh She's sitting on the outside of the ring apron, right? And all the women are laying on the ground. Did you catch any of the show or at least highlights or anything at all? All Barely any highlights. We'll get into the match, but at the very end, she's just sitting on the apron. She goes, who's dominant? Mommy's always dominant. Mommy's always on top. And like yelling at the crowd, but also directly in the camera. And I go, I love you. (laughs) <laughs> she's just i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna take it any further <laughs> so it's good oh, i just got distracted yeah well you know what's funny is that uh while this show went on wwe live was in rochester at the blue cross arena yeah yeah and it was huh? headlined by your next piece of news here 
Yeah, well, Gunther is uh, apparently going to miss, el- miss Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia this year. Uh, this came from Austria's leading newspaper. I don't remember the name of it. I had it written down, but it apparently went away. But anyway, it was reported by them. It has something to do with the regulations regarding his residence in Florida uh, here in the U.S. Uh, so I think he's got about six months that he can't travel internationally or at least to certain parts of the world. So, yeah, uh, that's probably why he wasn't in Saudi Arabia, and that's why he will not be at Elimination Chamber, which I can't say is surprising because they rarely defend the IC title on pay-per-views, even with Gunther. It's seen an uptick since Gunther, but, yeah, they typically don't defend it on pay-per-views as, that much anyway. So, Well, he's about to at uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yep, yeah. definitely. That sucks. And it's another thing that sucks is – as we're seeing, you know, Brian Danielson with that orbital bone injury. So apparently that happened in the dream match against Andrade. It didn't actually happen against oh. the in the six man tag match. Okay. However, now he's gonna be out for the rest of the year pretty much. However, he's turning it into a storyline. Because he called his shot, he being Brian Danielson, and we are getting Danielson Okada 2 at Wrestle Kingdom. God damn, I don't have enough time in my life to go back and listen to 40 or 50 episodes, but I'm pretty sure one of us called that they're going to maybe have this at Wrestle Kingdom, have, have the second match. Um, it's probably right after Forbidden Door. Or maybe around his, his retirement time. I'm glad that... He's going to do this one here. That This is going to be Wrestle Kingdom. It, this match is going to steal the show. Last year, it was Osprey and Omega taking the show. This year, yeah. it's going to be Danielson and Okada. I don't care. It's Sonata and Naito in the main event. That ain't shit. No. But, Not in comparison. No. Nah. But I, the one thing I got to say is a couple of weeks back, I wanted to bring this up, and I never did because I forgot. Nigel McGuinness is a uh, he's a, a he's really good on the on the commentary he, when he slips things in. He said brittle Brian Danielson a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nigel. Danielson oh, you think so? At, at Wembley, I'm telling you. I called it. I said that it was going to happen there, all in. It, and <clears throat> that's what I think is going to happen. And he called him Brittle Brian Danielson. I go, for what reason would you do that as a commentator when you're face everything else? You're not like heel. Like in. Uh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. WWE, Wade Barrett hits right on just being the heel the whole time. He's kind of like a new aged Bobby Heenan to me. Like he's at least just always siding with the heels in the heel situation, which I you don't right. get that often. So anyway, we are going to get Okada Danielson 2 at Wrestle Kingdom. That'll be exciting. Uh, While watching Crown Jewel, I was really excited to see that in the match between Io Sky and Bianca Belair, a woman shows up and starts, because Bailey had already been trying to interfere like crazy. But when Bailey gets knocked down, another girl enters... And it's Kairi Sane. Holy shit. First, crowd popped. As soon as the camera got a good glimpse of her face, that Saudi Arabia crowd launched. Like, it was, I loved it. 
I was excited about it. What's great is if you, and I'm sure you probably have already heard this through storyline or at least reading it. Do you remember when, when she left WWE? How she left WWE? Bailey and Sasha beat her down. Yup. Now, Sasha ain't there, but EO's a yet. part of, yeah, thank you. Uh, Bailey and EO are in the same group, Damage Control, with Tegan Knox, I believe. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this match, Kari and EO are just hugging in the ring, and Bailey looks shocked as shit. And there's talk of Asuka joining them, from what I've heard. I guess there was a the tweet they said nobody's ready for us, and like there's a, a possibility of a fourth member. What if it was Sasha Banks? What if Sasha was in this group with them? I wouldn't want them in the one with Asuka and them. No, I mean I would have her join up with Bailey with because Bailey then again. it's Bailey and Sasha versus Kyrie and Which, her backup. Do you know with Tegan? If Tegan can wrestle yet, because she's still injured. True. When Sasha or Monet won that title, do you know who she beat? That IWGP championship? Carrie Sane. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just saying, this is pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm excited to see her back. Who would have thought that women's wrestling is still going to be stronger than ever in WWE? AEW is just... I can't believe how hard they're dropping the ball. You know, and you and oh, I yeah. keep talking about, you know, I sent you that Brian Pillman video of him just talking backstage. And we're like, how did you drop the ball? It's just so easy. Look at him. He's a natural. Fantastic a natural. on the mic. Yep. I like him. Fit right into it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adam Pierce does not do as good a job as William Regal. But let me say, if that dude is actually still in the company, why didn't you have him announce the War Games match just once? But. Yeah. Uh, Adam Pierce comes out. You guys want to play games? You want to play games? You want to play games? We're playing war games. It was, and he had to take his glasses off to yell it, which I thought was kind of funny as well. Uh, but that <laughs> happened just a couple nights ago on uh, on Raw, and it's looking like it right now. It's only four versus four. I wonder if they're going to keep it simple and not go five. Yeah, they're going to put their own spin on it. That's for sure. I feel like they have been. You know, because they keep the top of the cage open, which isn't what a War Games match is. True. There is a top on the cage. Well, let's not um, forget about the time Brian Pillman almost died because of Sid Vicious and a powerbomb because of a, well, a top yeah, on the cage. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. We can go height. I got Yeah, no, fair enough. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, but right now it's looking like Cody, Jay, Sammy, and Seth versus Judgment Day. And I don't care what you say, J.D. McDonough is in Judgment Day. I mean, he is. It's one way or another. And they'll plan a swerve there or something. Damien yep. will turn on him or J.D. will turn. You know, somebody's going to turn on somebody. Oh, it's it's going to happen. I, and I have, you know, some things I'll be adding in with Crown Jewel. Uh, but one last thing I, I cannot wait to talk about. I thought this was pretty funny. Did you hear about NWA? They landed a deal with the CW Network. They had. I didn't hear that. Well, they had. 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 So they had a pay-per-view this past week or a week before. And there's one part where on this pay-per-view, they pan to Father James Mitchell from TNA. We all remember him. Sinister Minister. Sinister Minister. And he has like all these women just next to him. And he has this little tube, glass tube, 
vial right in front of him. And he just pokes it. <laughs> what are you doing with your glasses? You're killing me. <laughs> Go on. Yes, I, uh, and proceeds to put a thing inside that tube, pull it out, and took a bump. Not a wrestling bump. Took a bump bump. Like, yeah, yeah, to pull his glasses down again. What? <laughs> and all of a sudden, the CW network's like, you know what? Hang on. Hang on. We're all about One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek, and bullshit like that. No, thank you. We're good. So, so, so for those of you who don't get what he's referencing, he basically pulled a Tony Khan on camera. Yeah, totally. Except he wasn't <laughs> using a straw. He was using one of those really tiny metal miniature spoons. Like I don't know, but it's about. I just I've seen it. I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It would have been a lot cooler if he used one of the chick's asses. But I mean, that's a different story altogether. <laughs> Pulls a uh, Jordan Belfort, just pouring it right on the yeah. ass and just going for it. Nice. Uh, let's get into some of the things that did go down this past week, though. Uh, just a couple days ago on Raw, we do have a new number one contender for Mommy's Championship, and it's Zoe Stark. Gotta be honest, didn't really know much about her before, but after seeing She's her... She's pretty badass. She is, man. After watching her at Crown Jewel, I did see her. Uh, she was aligned with Trish for a couple minutes, I believe. You know, there's. It, I, yep. I think that uh, good contender, no way she's going to win. But... No. Did you see Nikki Cross's gimmick? <laughs> yeah. just, I saw it on Twitter, yeah. It's worse than Orange Cassidy. <laughs> At least Orange kind of gives a little thumbs up. <laughs> she just took, stood there in a very demonic, days out of her yeah. mind. Stoic. Yeah, and just stood there until two women threw her over, which I thought was hysterical. I was like, I've never seen this before, but that was... She's been doing it for weeks in backstage segments. Oh, okay. Uh, it'll be a bunch of them sitting around, and she'll be, like, sitting on a, one of the equipment cases and just staring off. So they've been prepping it for a while. It's kind of like a, not even an Easter egg, but, you know. That one caught my attention this week, obviously. I think yeah. it did everything. Oh, no, it was great. you know, you see 20 women, so, women start fighting, and she's just standing there. So do you remember at the end of uh, when Wheezy was on, I ended the top topic with... Uh, I know you can read my thoughts, boy. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. That's from The Simpsons. It's uh, Bart's in court, and he looks at his dad, and you, you go inside Homer's head, and he starts doing the meow mix <laughs> thing. So somebody put that to the picture, and Nikki Cross nice. is staring into the camera. <laughs> I popped for that one. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, remember Gene Snitsky? The guy that, like, yes. <laughs> the death of a baby wasn't his fault. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you referenced him punting a baby on this podcast? I, that's true. I'm a fan of, of his work. Well, uh, he showed up in a backstage segment with Chelsea Green for no reason whatsoever. Just for him to say something wasn't his fault. Uh, as I already mentioned, yeah. you know, War Games is set. But the biggest thing that I was kind of finding shocking out of this is Gunther's next opponent for the IC Championship is The Miz. Now, this could be good because it's somewhat record-breaking-ish in a way, you know, because I think he's one of the... No, not... No, he doesn't have the most reigns. I think Ziggler has more reigns, but Miz held it longer. I can't remember. But, Buster. So, <laughs> I can't figure God. it out because I, you know, was half paying attention during Crown Jewel. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play word association for you right now, okay? Uh, I want you... Or not word association. You just get one answer. Okay? Miz is what? Face or heel? Well, <laughs> I just saw an article said that they're pretty much turning him face. 
okay. Because I'm like, yeah, he was just heel like a minute ago, and then this, yeah, all, uh, he is, he's the new Big Show. He's gone back and forth just as many times, man. <laughs> eh, just want to bring that up. Uh, but, just saying. Yeah, well, on Dynamite, we have a major, major announcement, everybody. I can't wait to say this big announcement that next year we're doing a pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a pay-per-view next year, and the tickets are going on sale end of this year. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, why? Do, he is killing me with these announcements. Fuck it. TK, you're... Good job, man. I just... Don't most people overdose by this time? Yeah, heart attack, fucking something. Hmm. Rehab, even. Well, speaking of turning people face, heel, heel, face, face, heel, the Bucks, I thought, all this time were heels, but apparently they're ty- they're about to turn them heel. And I was like, ah, I don't think anybody's been really cheering for them ever since the... Uh, brawl out but nope. they lost their trios championship with hangman page to brian cage and the mogul embassy which thank you awesome why did they take it off of them in the first place were we not allowed to get near a record-breaking thing with the trios championship should have never taken it off them but let's see when did they take it off of them i think it was oh my god it was grand slam on rampage a taped show mm. Well done. Well, here's something fun for you. Next week, 10 days from now, 9, 10 days from now, is AEW Full Gear. Omega, Jericho, Takeshita, Guevara, all these people are going to have a match Days before Full Gear, none of them have a match at Full Gear. Again, TK. We're going to have a, a eight-man street fight in the streets of Ontario, California. And we're going to have Kota Ibushi and The Big Show. Oh, I'm sorry, no more BS. Paul White will be joining said team. I would have rather Captain Insano. Right. At least give us that. So, but you're having all these guys are wasted on that. What are you doing at this full gear pay-per-view? Nothing uh, worth fucking looking at. No, yeah, well, it, yeah, we'll get to that soon. Uh, and MJF eventually decided to start scissoring the acclaimed. Came out wearing a pink scarf, pink shirt, scissor me this, did a four-way scissor. They killed him. I have zero. They absolutely, they, they absolutely killed him. You're right. I was listening to Cornette, you know, and he was talking about a couple interesting things. One is the same thing that you've been saying, uh, which is they turned him from the best heel in the business to a comedy figure. He's worse than Cena. Almost, yeah. And uh, here's the thing: how many feuds do they have him engaged in right now? That was my, I mean, like, you got Samoa Joe's coming from, Wardlow's coming from, Jay yeah. White's coming yeah. from. Yeah. It was weird. And then the he just had a match with Kenny Omega for no fucking reason for the yep. uh, length of time, or the, the longest reigning. None of it's making garbage. sense. Very yeah, much garbage. Terrible. Thank you. I Garbage is a good word. I like that. Well, before we get back into some more garbage, <laughs> 
let me at least break down a couple of things that happened this past weekend. Uh, New Japan had power struggle, and holy mm-hmm. shit, was this an eventful night. So David Finley, he defeated uh, Tongaloa, which, forgot to tell you, a couple weeks back, Tamatanga lost the uh, strong open weight, or not the strong, just the never open weight championship again. I was like, well, okay, maybe he'll get it back at Wrestle Kingdom or something. And also, John Moxley showed up and defeated Great Okan. Now, why I bring those both up is because we're going to get into a little bit about them at the very end. But Will Ospreay defeated Shada Umino, who had John Moxley in his corner. Because we've seen him on Dynamite a little bit. We've seen him uh, tagging with Moxley. So after the match is over, Moxley enters the ring and gets in the face of Will Ospreay and challenges him to a match for the U.S. Championship slash U.K. Championship, whatever you know, Osprey wants to call it at that point, for Wrestle Kingdom. And out comes David Finley and beats the living shit out of both of them and then takes a fucking sledgehammer and beats the shit and breaks both titles, Mr. Perfect style, to the point that the New Japan powers that be have decided that it will be a triple threat between these guys at Wrestle Kingdom for a new championship. They have not said what the name of the championship is. Right, and they're pretty much going to debut a new title. Like, it's going to be actually an actual new belt. You know what? Go back to the Intercontinental Championship. I like when they had that one. Hell yeah. That's, I mean, Hell yeah. That, that was Nakamura, Naito, Tanahashi, all those guys holding it. Like, that's a, I don't know why they ever merged the two together. Yeah, but they merged the two together, and then you end up getting a butterfly or Cody's oh, neck God. tattoo. God. Just all of all the random terrible shit that's happened while we've done this podcast. I know. Well, it, yeah, strap in. We can, There's a lot more. Uh, Crown Jewel. So the night did open with Seth Rollins retaining against Drew McIntyre, and then Damian Priest comes down to the ring. Well, actually, let me back this up. Sami Zayn defeated J.D. McDonough in the pre-show. I was like, why did they push this to the pre-show? But the thing went three hours and 40 minutes as it was. Smart move, putting that to the pre-show. Thank you. But after Rollins defeats McIntyre, which I'm not going to lie, I was really, really pushing for McIntyre. I was like, just let him win this. It's the one match I've watched completely. two matches I watched completely in full the opening match and the main event match and this one I was just I'm a a Drew fan and I like the angle that they're going with this that he is pissed off because he won the championship in the pandemic no one was around and he's bitter about it and I like it Rollins like you're not the only one who went through stuff during the pandemic I was like it's real what that's a tremendous they had a good promo on Raw about that a couple weeks ago yeah Yeah. it was really good so it was. I, I like the whole thing, and it's it's looking like Drew can turn heel. Well, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley offered both guys, both Rollins and Drew, a spot in the Judgment Day. After Drew loses this match backstage, she just walks up to him, shakes her head, and then just heads to the ring because it was her match next, which was just fantastic. Um, but after Seth wins, Damian Priest comes down to the ring, has his briefcase, and I'm like, it's taken way too long. He goes, I am cashing in, and I'm going to beat his, talking to the ref, and I'm going to beat his ass, and I'm going to take his title. I go, okay, what's happening here? And bam, Sammy comes in. Sammy Zayn hits him from behind, knocks him into the post, 
grabs the briefcase and runs away. You can't cash in what you don't have. So he protected Seth Rollins for it, and which is why Seth Rollins actually gave him a championship match this past Monday on Raw, which all went to hell with the Judgment Day and everything anyway. But I wasn't expecting that. I really thought Damian was about to win the, the championship when they did that. <clears throat> do you think they finally do it? Do you think they say, Sammy, well, Sammy, guess what? You know, that all that's in there is a contract, doesn't have Priest's name on it. Jesus. What if they do this long, convoluted thing where he comes out with the briefcase and then Damien tries to stop him and take it back and everybody's coming out fighting over the briefcase like it's like a money chase film and then Sammy ends up with it, cashes in, and wins the fucking world title? Imagine this. Sicily, War 1912. <laughs> Imagine this. War games. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, draw, whatever. Rollins They're is all be in the ring. He's on the same team with him, right? And he grabs that contract, cashes in. Oh, oh, that would be money. And then CM Punk returns, and everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how Rhea Ripley won the championship? She did her finishing move on Zoe, who off the top rope. That's a, they were doing it like how when she won the championship from Shayna Baszler. Yep. Raquel was trying to pin. Shayna Baszler, and she drops her on top of her. Everybody spreads away. Baszler's there at the bottom. We took three bodies on top or four. That's how she ends. I thought it was a pretty creative ending to the match. I thought it was pretty good. Right. Uh, Logan Paul, we talked about, won the U.S. championship. Used brass knuckles, which I thought was kind of funny, you know, because it's it's him. He had to cheat to win. And it was Mm -hmm. funny because he gets in Ray's face. He goes, you're a legend, man. I respect you. And Ray goes, you know what you did. Whatever. Logan, I think he's he kind of half called it out, man. I want to see him in Bad Bunny. Fuck it. What's your U.S. championship worth anyway nowadays, even before Logan Paul had it? Put it on the line with them at uh, at WrestleMania. Make it the celebrity championship. Fuck it. <laughs> Dear God, no. Solo Sokoa defeated John Cena, and uh, this was, if you didn't know this, Solo's very first singles pay-per-view or PLE match. And it's against mm. John Cena. That's big. Yeah. John Cena, Cena has not won. Too. Yep. And John Cena has not won a fucking singles match in over five years. This match, it was nothing but teasing the spike. Nothing but trying to tease the spike over and over. And Super Cena keeps stopping it. Once he landed the one and Cena went down, he lifts Cena's head up. And spikes him 84 times in the fucking throat before finally going for the pin. And I was like, okay, that was cool. That was a great ending. Yeah. I was, I'm like, so we shelve him for a little bit. I actually thought maybe he would be a part of the War Games match somehow. But no, man, he, the way that happened. But then they do the uh, Solo's gone and Cena rolls out of the ring and the crowd chanting thank you cena thank you cena as he walks away with his head down they're you know they're teasing towards retirement for him but yeah well the white the writer's strike is over now or uh yeah the writer's yeah. strike is so over. He, yeah, so there's he, an actor's strike but that's a different story altogether so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah they um i did see uh cena did do a choke slam i saw he did do a choke slam which uh wasn't too bad it's pretty good looking it wasn't I, bad I, yeah it was. i thought it was a mistake i thought he was just doing something else and they were like ah yeah. fuck it i'm just playing this way the off-putting part was when he goes, choke slam, and then he'd hit the move, you know? 
<laughs> have you seen the video of him telling uh, whoever his tag partner was, stay down, stay down. Okay, come, come. And he's yelling it at the ref to yell to it. He's bad. Holy shit. Yeah. Real bad. Cody uh, defeated Damian Priest. I love how much Cody's just the his song is so over. I love it. Like Whoa. Sings it. Yeah, the why I get jacked up for it. <laughs> um, and L.A. Knight unfortunately did not win, but it's because Solo Sokoa got involved in this match. No, I take yeah. it back. Jimmy Uso got involved in this Jimmy. match. Sorry, uh, which I think is good. If if Roman beat him clean, end of L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight had the match yeah, won yeah. had he not been screwed over. Mm-hmm. So it keeps him a little strong, I think, which I'm okay with. Definitely. I did see a great meme. If you didn't love me at Max Dupree, you don't deserve me at L.A. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> really good one. I like that one. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we do have AEW Full Gear, which uh, MJF pulling double duty. He's going to be on the pre-show against the Guns for the ROH tag titles. Uh, MJF is going to be taking on Jay White. Karushita takes on Timeless Tony Storm and the oranges in her ass. The International Championship is on the line as Orange Cassidy and John Moxley will apparently dial back to the main event. They're probably gonna can I can I stop event. can I stop you for a second? I know you're trying to blow through this, and I appreciate that because nobody really cares. Well, it's the also because I know that you're on a time crunch today too. <laughs> oh well, don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. The boy, the boy will live. It was just funny the way that you said that with orange. It, 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 you said the oranges in her ass, which is a great reference. Lucky Tony Schiavone. Yeah. But the way you said it almost sounded like, remember, remember, I want to see your balls. <laughs> remember that? But, it, wrong, but so think about it. So, 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 so the way that you said it, I was like, with orange in her ass. And then you start talking about Orange Cassidy match nights. So I'm like, man, orange was in her ass? Lucky. <laughs> All right. You better put a bigger thumb up than the one. <laughs> like that little half-ass one. Uh, but, yeah, him and Moxley are going to – have their match again, so I guess this would be Mox's way of just getting the title back since he's not concussed Pretty anymore. much. I yep. haven't listened to it. I have it saved in my uh, playlist to listen to, but I did see that Cornette has some comments on Moxley's comments about how oh, concussion great. protocol needs to change. It was great. And I'm I, and pretty I love sure Rob my, my you know, quit doing death matches asshole is probably not too far from something corny. Pretty much. There's definitely a lot of that. I love Brian Last does uh, the, the Moxley impersonation. Yeah, it's badass. <laughs> he just does this. It's fucking great. So, yeah. Good segment. Check it out. Uh, Swerve Strickland, the guy who invaded the crib of the crib of Hangman Page. Uh, they're going to have their second match at this pay-per-view. And... It only just took one little punch to the face, basically. And Edge is now officially going to fight Christian. It'll be a six-man tag. Way to draw this one out, man. You really easily could have not had this as a six-man. You could have done anything with... This is one of two to three of Sting's last pay-per-views, right? You're wasting him in a six-man match. But it wasn't Flair, okay? Flair's not on the team, well, so I guess we, well, we have I mean, to take here's, our And here's the thing. It's, 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 it's for once it's long-term storybooking, right? or, or, yeah, a little bit, right? So think about it. You know, they do this match, which wasn't booked very well, but then you got the long road to his retirement, right? Flair's going to end up being in that match. It's going to be terrible. He's going to die in the ring, and then next week on Dynamite, Sting can be his pallbearer. <laughs> Finally, we'll get the Undertaker and Sting face-to-face. <laughs> Boom! It's all Not right in the- itself. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, this is new. Uh, wow. I guess right now we just go, go, go to the wars. Monday Night Wars! No. Oh, that's not chaos. No. Are you, ki- are you kidding me? That's Judge Judy Bagwell with the bell on. Judy Bagwell wearing the world tag team title belt. Right she is. What a nice outfit, too. Obviously, yes. some motels missing a shower curtain. Everyone else was doing it. I didn't think it would hurt to try. I never thought I'd become addicted to Monday Night Jericho. I never imagined that I, like millions of others, would become a Jericho-holic. Turn off the light! I'm filming commercials! You're ruining everything! Stop the camera! Get your Jericho-holics anonymous t-shirt for only $20. Call 1-800-WCW-8661 or write to the address on your screen. Filming a commercial here! Stop it! Two questions coming out of this week's Raw and Nitro. One is, have we done an, not enough to Xbox I? <laughs> and the second one is, really, Rick Steiner? Okay, go ahead. Bring on the wars. November 9th, 1998, we'll start with Raw. It's your go-home show for Survivor Series. Match or This card opens up with X-Pac versus The Undertaker. Interesting pairing, but okay, here we go. Doesn't really matter. It lasts about a minute before Kane's music hits and he comes to the ring. And he shoots a Roman candle into X-Pac's eye. Mm-hmm. And why I asked about the eye thing is, didn't he just have, like, guitar wood in his eye from Jeff Jarrett and, like, had a, a patch and now he's going to be dealing with this? Is he starting to get Shawn Michaels' eye? I don't know. If he didn't get it from China sitting on his face, I don't think anything's going to do it. Too soon? I, I, I feel like you were probably maybe one day early on it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Pac's selling it like crazy. Kane follows Taker up the ramp, uh, and the medics bandage him up right in the ring. So... Next, you get Vince the Stooges with Mankind, telling Mankind he's going to defend his title against Shamrock tonight. He's hyping it up. I say, hey, falls count anywhere, no rules, but uh, I got something special for you, Mankind. I got a makeover coming over for you. Uh, We see Slaughter in a sling. I don't know what happened there. Maybe he took a bad bump from a stunner or something like that, or when Boss Man beat the shit out of him. Maybe they're just trying to sell that, maybe. I don't know. The cage thing? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, possibly. Uh, next you get Val Venus versus Steve Blackman. Terry follows Val, uh, doesn't realize until he gets to the ring. They're talking about, is Val really the father? And then they show a clip from Heat where Val announces he had a vasectomy several years back. So, can't possibly be his. That dirty bitch been sleeping around. <laughs> well, that dirty bitch ain't got a home, and we'll get into that later. Uh, says, I want, <laughs> I want your ass in the back, so she goes back. Um... Big Valboski says Deion Sanders may be scoring on primetime, but the Big Valboski is scoring every time. Meh. Yeah, they're, they're getting progressively worse. They're obviously uh, running out of material here. Terry comes back. Um, I got to say, I have a, a sign spotting oh. in this one. Did you add it? Right behind Val Venus. I laid cable in Sable. <laughs> Did you add it to the list? I don't have the list. I don't think, and if I do, I, I've just I haven't looked at it. But what is it? Uh, I just thought it was. Uh, I laid cable in sable. 
And what he means by that is... Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I think what he was referring to... No, I got (laughs) you. Yeah, so uh, Terry comes back during the match, uppercuts Val Venus's dick, it's a DQ, and then Blazer and Owen jump Blackman. Blazer and Owen. Huh. I refer you to my previous question. <laughs> I will just leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> Mankind is shown at the beginning of his makeover. He's getting a haircut, and it's just playful banter with the stylist. I didn't write down any lines. It was just... Uh... It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was it. It wasn't even yeah. Like the lines weren't anything. He was just like, "Wow." He goes, "This is really great that Vince is doing this." You know, it's pretty much all it really was. But she's really chopping away this dude's hair. Oh yeah, and shortening it up. And you can tell um, he's already had a shave, even through the mask. Oh you yeah, can dude, tell he's, it is. Yeah. They so the previous segment had a beard. After this, or after that segment with McMahon. He shaves the beard off and puts the mankind mask back on, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of a big dedication move." Plus, they're cutting his hair on live TV. It was, I, I like the whole angle of it. I'm like, "Well, the dude's a hairy fuck. He'll get it all back pretty quick." Yeah, probably. Probably by the end of the match. <clears throat> so uh, next, you get Road Dog <laughs> versus D'Lo versus Mosh. Uh, this is to hype up the triple threat tag title match at Survivor Series. Shane is the ref for this match. Uh, Mosh wins with a stage dive on D'Lo. Uh, Billy cleans house. Not much to say there. He's just a lowly referee. Just a lowly referee. Uh, next, you get a Jeff Jarrett Deborah promo backstage on Al Snow. Deborah actually speaks. Uh, she she came off like she had laryngitis. She had a very raspy voice. Um, I had to rewind just to hear what she or who she was talking to to find out that she said gold dust. Right. She was like, hey, well, oh, yeah. It w- yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, we should know she came from the same household as the old Chicago Bear Mongo guy. Well, yeesh. Uh, now we've gone on. I'm not saying she talks like how he does now. No, I was just trying to make a joke about having a dick in her mouth, but you know, that's probably a long list. so Uh, I couldn't pick uh. one out. So next you see mankind getting a pedicure, which is quite possibly the grossest thing I've ever seen. Feet are nasty. Moving on. It's kind of, uh, it felt like dumb and dumber. I just wish they brought out the, uh, the angle grinder. Uh, yeah. Like it would have been hysterical. It was good. It again, these are funny segments. Mankind's just, yeah, just hamming it up. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, uh, Tony Khan uh, wishes he could be that. That's probably why we get much of the bullshit that we do get because he thought that was funny. Why can't it be funny when I do it? Well, for good fucking reason, buddy. Because nobody was doing. Well, no, I can't say don't. Nobody was doing cocaine back then. Never mind. All right, yeah. let's move on. Gold Dust versus Jeff Jarrett with Deborah McMichael. They actually called her Deborah McMichael. I, that's interesting. She's keeping the name. Yep. Marlena ends up following Goldust. Goldust cuts a promo on Marlena. You've been a bad girl. You know that. Uh, time for you to forget that you ever heard the name of Goldust. The credits have already rolled. Get on a jet and get out of my life. Marlena breaks the cigar in half, throws it at him. Uh, Deborah blocks the shattered dreams, seduces Goldust. He unzips his fucking gear, like down to his belly button, kind of does the strut, and is able to kiss Deborah. But then we get a guitar shot to the heed and DQ. Able to kiss Deborah, who had <clears> Well, I know, right? You know. Dun, 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 dun. And now Marlena Terry is out of a home. Yeah, for now. 
I think she's going to do just fine for herself. <clears throat> do you know what her next turn is? No, I know they had her as an announcer for a while, but I think that was post-2000. Correct. Um, I kind of remember, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be very, very, very soon, if not by, like, December, by January, she will be put into a good angle. Hmm. All right. Bikini contests? I mean, do you want me to give it away? No, I don't. Jesus no, Christ. Don't. She's going to end up being with uh, Jacqueline. Yeah. Whatever. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Well, apparently, yeah. Yeah. That's why we do this, because I don't remember what yeah. happened yesterday, bro. So, I mean, I need to fucking rewatch this shit to remember what happened. We see The Rock arriving at the arena. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they set up an angle on heat episode. where uh, Rock has to beat Mark Henry or he's going to get fired. Uh, as you remember, he's no longer in the title tournament. I'm interested to see how this goes because I know the end result. Again, thank you, Peacock, for spoiling things with the fucking thumbnails. Um, not that I didn't fucking remember, but uh, anyway, body Ven- Jesse the Body Ventura has just been elected the governor of Minnesota. And they do a whole fucking video package on it. And mention that Vince has invited him to be on Raw next week. Um, I, spoiler alert, I guess, for even just like, you know, 10 minutes from now. Holy shit. I've never seen two shows who have hatred for each other. Both like, let's suck at the teat of the one wrestler who became a governor. Yep. Everyone trying to like just capitalize on this moment. And yeah, WWE, I'm like, didn't. McMahon and Ventura all the way up until this moment have some major heat with all rights issues and all of a sudden now they're like, we like Jesse, yay! Anytime Vince can get they involved keep in politics. the body, the body. Yep. I'm like, it's the mind. The mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful though, pal. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Cole's with The Rock. Uh, just shoots a promo on Vince and uh, I think for the first time he says, if you smell what The Rock is cooking... It, yep, I, I did catch it. I have not heard him say it until now. It's going to be a lot of firsts coming up really soon with uh, The Rock. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks again, Peacock. <clears throat> Next, you get Jeff Jarrett and Goldust. They're fighting in the back. And then Jeff Jarrett and the Blazer attack Goldust. Where's Owen? <laughs> do you do what do you want me to tell you what happens or <laughs> <laughs> it's uh you know i gotta be honest with you i forgot how much they flopped back and forth doing this you know what i mean mm. like to make make you see both guys at some point and i don't know it, it's i think this uh angle fell short on me to pay attention to during the time of it and mm. i was like Oh my god, they're just wasting Owen with a blue blazer gimmick. Fuck it, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like it's you were caring about the main event at that time. That's why they had was what it was. Nope, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next, you get Shamrock versus Mankind for the Hardcore title. Mankind's in a tux. He shaved. He has a man bun. Vince and the Stooges are at the top of the ramp watching. They end up fighting to the top of the ramp, and Boss Man takes Shamrock out with a nightstick, and Mankind makes the pin right in front of Vince. I like how they did that. It that yes, and then dude, just the fighting in the tux, how he looks right now. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous, and I loved it. It was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see. Cole's in the back. The Rock has been attacked. We'll have more when we come back. Goes to break. They come back. He's had a severe blow to the back of the head. Uh, spoiler alert. He lays there for about the next 15 minutes of the show. Oh, you noticed that too? <laughs> What's crazy? What's crazy is that he has medical staff around him, helping him. Just keep him there. Him. Just keep him there. He's good. But he has not left his left side where he's laying like almost like you would in a bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's just laying on the side. You wouldn't turn him over, check shit out. He's just laying there like, oh, leave me alone. Oh, oh my head. It was, it was, uh, it was horrible. It, yeah, it was like four segments of him laying there. Yep, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Uh, top of the hour, Austin comes to the ring and boss man comes out to the top of the ramp. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, re- it basically just references about hard time in prison. I'm going to put you in a wheelchair. And uh, Austin does a line from Cool Hand Luke. And uh, yeah, and then makes a reference about boss man annually raping inmates in prison. Hmm. <laughs> well, that was a nice little reference. Thank you. That's why they call it Cobb County. <laughs> <laughs> I should have saved that one. They take corn the long way. Oh, man. <laughs> if you ever take a trip down a con <laughs> It's killing me. I, I Wow, that's... Yeah, that's... All right. I can't believe they let that joke even make it to Peacock. And I'm going to tell you something, okay? I told you that I made it to... Going through Survivor Series, yes. right? Yep. I did the furthest I am at right now. Just so you know, because I, I had some time was the night the night after. I had to compare with something on the Peacock. I can't wait for a couple of weeks from now because, or just next week, um, there's some shit that I am surprised that makes to the air and that doesn't make to the air on the Peacock. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we get McMahon and Stooges that are in the back by an ambulance, and Michael Cole asks about Vince's ultimatum to The Rock. Vince, is, Vince dances around the wording. He says, well, it's not my problem. He didn't watch his back, and if he can't wrestle, he's not employed. There you go. Uh, next, you get Al Snow versus Tiger Ali Singh, and Singh says, hey, you're not going to wrestle me. You're going to wrestle Babu. Snow gives uh, Singh heed. Deborah comes to the ring and just cradles heed in her bosom. Snow Caesar, Singh hits a bulldog and covers Snow and counts three, even though the match was against Babu. <laughs> okay, first you're <laughs> Babu. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was my exact point. I go, what the fuck just happened? Here? <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, um good spot for had to be in a bosom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people like that. I rewound a couple times. A couple two tree. <laughs> it's great how she went from just ditzy southern beauty pageant queen to whore. No, it's ditzy whore. <laughs> it's still the same. It's Y'all. <laughs> just, just not as much of a pageant queen yeah, here. Yeah, no more of a whore. And she hasn't gotten to Austin's beatings yet. Yeah. I mean, Austin <laughs> married. Uh, being with <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next, we get a segment. Uh, it's a uh, Sable Workout Softcore Porn. 
Dude, all it was was every shot that could show her doing a workout of like lifting weights or something where it's like, and cleavage. Yeah. Oh, this angle? Cleavage. Wait. You got an ass shot every once in a while. Like I fucking no, it was cool. I liked it. But I'm just saying that's what the video was. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> see, uh, it's a sign of the times. You can go on Instagram now and see if, uh, hardcore shit more net. It's weird. Instagram's a weird place. <laughs> I mean, I could go on a tangent, but maybe we'll talk about it after the show. Uh, Rock is still being tended to. Rock is still. He is still on the locker room floor. Dude, it's again. I actually, I was like, I think my shit's on repeat. They keep showing the same scene over right. and over. He hasn't moved at all. Well, it's funny because Vince is in there and just mocking him. He's like, oh, you fell, huh? Tough break. That's <laughs> basically what he was saying. And actually get. Have you noticed that every time that Vince goes to leave a room, last week especially, this one maybe a little less, it's a motorized scooter and every time they, they have he to bumps push. into the oh, wall yeah. or a door or some <laughs> shit. Like every time I'm like, you probably shouldn't have had a motorized one, man. He hits it every time. Well, they started wheeling him around more. I've noticed that. They've been wheeling Probably because he was running into right? shit. Right? Or probably because he burned out the motor. He's like, I'm not buying another one of these fucking pieces of trash. I have a genuine real question. Yes. So let's say for as long as you can remember, when you think of the cor- the gorilla position, mm-hmm. who's in there? I mean, your top, you know, your top producers, you're usually going to have Vince. We're talking modern day. You're definitely going to have Triple H. Um, you know, you might have a wrestler that's injured helping out there. But then, I mean, it's usually the Stooges, you know. But Vince... Was he pulling double duty, or was he just not in the uh, the the gorilla position during this era where he's on camera so much? I mean, he is on camera a lot and has to be in positions, whether backstage, whether uh, in the parking lot. I just always figured he was always in gorilla, but the more you think about him, like, man, he's on camera every segment or every other segment. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm trying to think of who would have been in there. Was Laurinaitis around at that time? Cornette might have been back there. No, I would say it was definitely Bruce Pritchard. Oh, Pritchard, yeah. For sure. But, yeah, you're right. But <clears throat> I was just more curious if Vince did anything at all. I bet you he was in front of a camera at the very least as much as he could be. But yeah, I mean, it probably... Well, he was definitely in front of the camera. Well, okay. That's not what I meant. I meant in front of a monitor. My bad. Yes. There, there you, you go. go. Okay. Next slide. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I, I only had one <laughs> no, issue. Fine. I didn't have multiple. That's fine. No, it's all good. Uh, Edge versus Kane. Kane comes to the ring with a gas can. The brood gets involved. Kane fights mm-hmm. him off. It's a DQ. He stacks the brood on top of each other in the middle of the ring. He gets the gas can and a fucking acetylene torch. Ref tries to stop him. Gets choke slammed. Puts him on the pile. Pours gas all over him. About to light the torch. Then refs and officials come in. Even King's freaking out. You couldn't have like you couldn't have played it like where King got out and was like, no, man, you can't do this. No, fuck that shit. Uh, you had to wait till the you could you right. could smell the gasoline from here. I doubt it. Multiple things with this, but well, you can smell the fumes from here is what what Jim Ross said. But first, if you're a referee and you see a guy is already set to burn three motherfuckers, why are you getting involved? Why did you go and go? Hey man, can you stop it, please? But. The funniest part was hearing the crowd boo, like, oh, they didn't burn him. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they had to wait. Tw- we wanted to see someone die tonight. They had to wait 23 years later to see the fiend roast alive. 
that's what no we did well no one got to see that actually live oh, that's true yeah that I've was at a, it's a performance center in front of the those are Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, that's right. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Uh, Vince and the Stooges go to ringside. Uh, JR's making fun of Vince, saying, uh, whatever you want, Mr. Mac-Man. Uh, Vince cuts a promo on The Rock and says, since your career's on the line, I suggest you come out here right now. I'm guessing you have a bit of a headache. Uh, makes a joke about that, uh, because uh, they're in Dallas, I think. Uh, he makes a joke about the Cowboys rosters, half of it being convicted felons. Shane comes out in the ref gear. Vince says, hey. Yeah, Ryan. Right? Vince says, refs don't carry microphones. Dad, please cut the crap. Take it out on me because you always did. I'm not leaving. We're not going to protest. Oh, wait. No, that, that was a different thing. Um, all right. You're not leaving? <laughs> not going to protest. Boss man, get him. Roll Shane into the ring. Austin runs in, takes out boss man, takes his nightstick, uh, tosses it back when he gets to the top of the ramp. So there you go. Mark Henry versus The Rock is your main event. Rock's music hits. Nothing. Briscoe runs out. Seems very confident. The music hits again. Nothing. Uh, but eventually, The Rock does come out. Uh, the match starts. Towards the end of the match, Bossman tries to handcuff Rock to the post. Rock's able to dodge it. Bossman ends up cuffing himself to the post. Rock hits a DDT. Hebner gets to two. He gets <laughs> you silly bastard. I know, right? Fucking Bossman. Can't catch a fucking break. Uh, Hepner gets to two. He gets pulled out by D'Lo and taken out. We get a rock bottom. No ref. People's elbow. Shane runs in. Counts three. Rock gets to the floor. Rolls Vince into the ring. Uh, I, I didn't write who said this, but it had to be JR. Vince is getting McMahon handled. That's pretty good. He's been saving that one up. He's like, the day he gets his, I got one ready to go. You eat McDonald's one day, and he's like, oh, my God. I got an idea. I got a McIdea. Well, McMahon. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon handled. I, no, I, yeah. I got that. I, Maybe he was thinking about McDonald's. Who knows? I'm thinking about McDonald's. Uh, Rock, now I am. <laughs> Rock takes out the stew. Let's take a break. Right, yeah, let's, some, let's take another uh, break real McDonald's quick. chicken nuggets. <laughs> Real chicken nuggets or the other chicken nuggets? Or both? Yes. yes. Okay, very good. Uh, Vince slaps Rock. Rock answers with a rock bottom people's elbow. Those were the days. Yeah. And uh, this, by the way, is the go-home show for Deadly Games. Now, something you may not be getting to see are commercials that air bef- about, like, in between segments. Mm. Do they show you those, like... Two weeks from now, Deadly Games. This six, this Sunday, sometimes Deadly yeah. Games. Yeah. Do they show you? All right. I remember this Deadly Games. The song that played, it was very popular. They even put it on one of their albums, like Volume Two, Three, Four, Five. One of them hmm. um, it was actually a pretty popular one. But this is going to be the <laughs> quote unquote sixteen man. But really, we have question marks. Two guys already have a buy. It's like a 13 And Rock uh, is apparently eliminated from it. Apparently. No, he's able to be in this now because he beat Mark Henry on Raw. Ah, okay. I missed that part of the stipulation. I thought they were just going to fire him. My bad. All right. Nope. He had to win the match in order to keep his job, but also would keep his spot in the tournament. There you go. All right. Well. Let's go. We got through the fun stuff. 
Ah, Jesus. Yeah, I guess we have to do it. Nitro opens up with a shot of the White House. And Shivani announces that Hollywood Hulk Hogan will throw his name in the hat for President of the United States of America. Fucking hell. Okay. Um, I debated. But we took a break. I had some time here. Okay, fair pal. So I got enough chicken nuggets in my system to think that this might be a good idea to admit. Okay, fair pal. Um, I believed it back in, uh, 1998. I was like, no shit. He's, I think he's really going to do this thing. I was so convinced that I brought it up to like uh, my, my parents, <laughs> maybe even, maybe even a history teacher. And I was like, did you hear that Hulk Hogan might be a, a running for president? Like, what the fuck are you talking? We might need to put you into the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Shorter Sorry, bus, boss. kid. No. It, <laughs> yo, I actually really did think that he was trying to, because when you, I don't know, you announced it. You're like, I'm going to run for president. I'm like, I assume he did. So yeah. It was probably an audible just because they knew that Ventura won. Probably just playing off of that. Well, that's uh-huh. all it was. But I but I was so dumb back then. I was like, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> this. Hogan could do this. Look at a few years ago. It ain't that dumb anymore. All right, all right, but I'm just saying, Mark. (laughs) You look like a Mark. Thank you, I appreciate that. Oh, oh. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring it up later. Go ahead. Uh, Gene and Heenan are in the parking garage. Uh, the The current president of the United States is supposed to be here tonight. Limo pulls up. It's one limo from the Wolfpack and one limo from Black and White, and they just brawl, and Gene says, we're out of here. Uh, I have one more important question, though. Why was Mean Gene dressed like a P.I.? <laughs> Why did he have that fucking trench coat on? <laughs> it was cold. I mean, it's November. It's cold. Oh, God, it was great. Yeah, they were in Long Island, so, yeah. Probably a little chilly up there. Where's the wolf packs, Carmen San Diego? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Oh, I used to love that game. Um all right. We get the intro package for Nitro at four and a half minutes in. That's a record as of late. Meaning record as in sooner to the beginning of the show yes. as of later into the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, opening match is Kaz Hayashi versus Juventud Guerrera. The Chiron says for Kaz Hayashi, it says with Sonny Ono. If you remember last week, Kaz Hayashi was being taunted by Sonny Ono and went after him. Oops. Mm-hmm. Bischoff comes to commentary, says, I'm giving my word the president will be here tonight. Then the cat comes to the ring with Sonny. Cat causes a distraction. Sonny kicks Kaz in the head and Hoovy gets the roll up. <clears throat> the funniest part about when Bischoff went to commentary to say the president's going to be here tonight. And he goes, and that bald headed, I was like, why are we bringing Hogan into this already? I thought we were trying to make this a surprise. Rick flair or no, 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 that bald, I mean, not Rick flair. That bald headed mean gene needs to uh, be ready. Bubble. It was just, yeah. Next you get Alex Wright versus Barry Horowitz. Wright tells the announcer to tell the crowd to be completely signed during his match. 
Wolfpack comes out during the match, right? They were already planning on it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I know, right? Right, right. Powders when the Wolfpack comes out. Um, Larry says, "Well, so much for that match." Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know we're outnumbered, but you're going to have to kill the wolf pack or we'll keep coming back. We want the black and white in any combo. Hall, you threw me through a wall, so I want you tonight. Luger calls out Hart. Bischoff comes out and says, you need to be careful what you ask for. I'll make sure you get the black and white tonight on my show. And uh, Nash says to Bischoff, Has, have a nice night, estrogen boy. <laughs> I have a theory on Lex Luger being in the wolf pack. I think it was like, well, man, he's really not that cool, but he really does have a good hookup on drugs, so maybe we should just <laughs> let him be in the group and we'll call him Wolfpack, but he's not really NWO. Yeah. You get it? I, like Every time I see him in the ring with the Wolfpack, you got Conan, yo, his body, body, rowdy, rowdy, and then you got uh, Kevin Nash, let me tell you guys something, like getting really the crowd into it, or even sing with a woo, and you get Lex Luger, he's like, I'm gonna fumble my words, Hitman, and you're you're hurt, and I'm 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 a I do the total package Lax Luger thing. Like he's just he sucks. Yeah. I think it was the hookup of the drugs. Yeah. I mean you're not wrong. Got and it. And drugs pay off sometimes. It only right. gets worse from here. <laughs> well, not for him. He ends up well, well no, he ends some. up with Liz and they look like the fucking drugged up couple at the fucking old timers bar. Probably see a million couples like that if you go down to Pelicans on a Friday night. That's an inside joke. But you still have a chance with Liz? If you have drugs, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. If I only knew this, Sonny liked booze. (laughs) Just don't let her drive. Fuck. <laughs> it's a forty-year-old virgin here blowing to this. <laughs> Great. What says? Yeah, my probation officer says I need to have this. All right, let's go. Lodi versus Scott Norton. Vincent's carrying the IWGP title. That's a travesty in itself, and it was a ten-second match. <laughs> right? Do not touch yeah, that title. True. You should not have your hands anywhere near it. He probably tells people that he held the title, like he actually had it, like he won it. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't, like, swap it out with something else and send them back with, like, a fake replica. And he's like, I'm going to sell this shit. You never know. You never know. Uh, Next, you get Shivani in the ring with Disciple. I cringed as soon as I heard that. Um, Stevie, Ray, Vincent, and Horace come to the ring, the B team. Um, And they let Horace speak for a long time for some goddamn reason. Uh, Disciple says, get out of my face before I rearrange it. Or you rearrange your face? Your own face? <laughs> Didn't that happen when you got in a boat accident? <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, yo, that already happened to you, man. <laughs> this is why we don't let you have a microphone. <laughs> you dumb bastard. Uh, Warrior comes out to make the save. Uh, hooray. Hour two. Detective Mean Gene and Heenan are in the garage again. Motorcade shown arriving to the arena. Uh, the quote-unquote Secret Service clear Gene Heenan and the cameraman out of there. And, uh, yeah, obviously, it's fucking Hogan. Obviously. Uh, he's got a black and white... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, balloons, confetti, the big American flag drapes down. Drapes down. He's got the Secret Service with him. Again, quote-unquote. Uh, he's got a black and white boa on, a white Yankees beanie, and white-rimmed sunglasses. Looks like a fucking tool. We're... 
were in, uh, I think it was Union or Long uh, Island. Where they were somewhere it was in Long Island, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why he's pandering <clears throat> with the the. Oh no! Obviously, yeah. I mean, I mean, all he needed was a fucking uh, monster energy drink in his hand, and he had the fucking complete look. Uh, Gene joins Bischoff and Hogan in the ring, and Hogan just puts over Ventura for winning. Uh, and at that point, I zoned out and I started looking at my list for the top topic. <laughs> what else do I have to go do this week? Uh, next, you see the Nitro Girls at a hippie clothing store. Okay. And then... They're hanging with Van Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Are they getting the Van Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> next, we get a uh, sneak peek at Conan's music video. Oh, my God. We'll get there. We'll get there. Bret Hart uh, in-ring Wait, promo on Sting, can. on Sting and DDP. And he says, Luger, I'm done with your ass. I don't even give a fuck anymore. Uh, Conan, you make me sick. I'm going to put on my gear and kick your ass tonight. The only ones not hiding from me are the Nitro Girls, and they better start. Huh? Um, Sounds like the opposite uh, of what you want. You're about to start. Are you about to say you're starting to rape girls? <laughs> it's not. No, it's, it's, the, it's the possibility of a threat. <laughs> it's not the threat itself. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You took it out of context. That's not how I meant it, sir. Oh, man. Uh, let's ah, see. We're getting canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, they play his music. And I, I haven't noticed it to this point, but the beginning of his music sounds like the beginning of Running with the Devil. Dude, I actually noticed that. Nice. Bang, 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 okay, bang, I didn't catch it. That, I didn't think it was running with the devil, but now I'm catching dun, dun. it. Okay. Yeah, they play. They actually play that at the uh, beginning of uh, Amherst Games. It's pretty cool. They also <clears> sing <throat> to it in Ready to Rumble. Running with the devil? With the farting nuns. Oh. There's a reason I haven't see, watched okay. that movie in a while. Hmm. Well, some people just can't uh, take the classics. Yeah, apparently. I'd rather take an enema. Uh, next, you get Eddie Guerrero <laughs> versus Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Eddie gives Rey an LWO shirt. Rey just throws it in his face. And Heenan says, no, amigo. Eddie's in control most of the match. Slow tempo works the knee. Chavo comes to the ring. He has an L- he, uh, takes the LWO shirt that was meant for Ray. Eddie tells him to drop it. Um, this next spot was sloppy. Ray comes up behind Eddie like he's going to do like a backwards roll up. Right? Um, in the process, they knock Chavo up off the apron, but the roll up didn't work. It, it got broken up somehow and they, they had to set up after it. So, I mean, they got the, the finish, but it was just kind of clunky. Uh, the LWO jumps Chavo and Ray's able to pull him out and save him. Rasa. La Rasa. Speaking of Conan, we get the full music video. He had some Conan. Conan. He had some help. This wasn't that bad. You could have put this on a fucking hip, R&B hip-hop rap station and it would probably fit in, at least on the West Coast. Ashes to ashes and then back to yeah. dust. That's all I can remember. Yeah. He just kept repeating that shit over and over. But funny enough is I was like, not bad. Right? 
I'm not saying I'm going to listen to it on purpose, but still pretty fucking good. I mean, I bought it on iTunes, but whatever. Bischoff and Liz come to the ring. Bischoff says, yes, because they mentioned that uh, Bischoff is going to be the campaign manager for Hulk Hogan. Uh, so I'm not going to shun my responsibilities as the head of the NWO and the WCW. Uh, he says, Flair couldn't pass a physical, so he's not wrestling. And Dylan was out of bounds for finding Steiner and Buff. Well, I have a problem with that, and I fix problems. Turns the mic over to Liz. That's right. Well done. <laughs> then we get like... Dynamite drop in, yeah. Liz. Then we get three... Uh, Here's your pill. Good girl. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, we get three lawyers, uh, you know, corporate stooges come in. Uh, and he just goes, he basically runs them all down for participating in allowing Buff and Scott Steiner getting fined. And then he kicks him and beats him down. We're talking a bunch of dorks pencil and net geeks. that he's beating up. Pencil net yeah, geeks. Yeah, exactly. It was really just the whole segment. I was like, really? Did we really need yeah. to do this? It was that extra. You couldn't just reverse a decision on the fine. You had to beat up three guys for what reason? It was the estrogen boy comment must have rubbed him the wrong way, so he had to assert his manhood. I'm just saying, for a guy, and look at I'm very, very critical of not only Tony Khan, but I'm critical of everything. But he is extremely critical of TK's work. And I'm like, bro, not everything was a home run that you guys were doing, okay? Uh, Not even most of it. Yeah. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> we go into hour three. Scott Steiner was shown uh, from Thunder attacking Nick Patrick's knee. Kind of had him in a tree of woe and was just kind of bending the, the ankle around the buckle. So next you get Big Papa Pump and Buff. Uh, the ref tells the announcer no WCW refs are going to have anything to do with any Scott Steiner matches. That's probably a smart move. Um, calls out Dylan for the fine. And then... Just mentions, yeah, you know what? Piper's the commissioner, but he's too scared to show up here tonight. Uh, I promise to be nice. Send out your best guy. So they send Chris Adams. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not scared. You will be. You will be. He goes after the knee just like he did with Patrick. Rick Rick Steiner eventually makes the save. Says, you know what? I'll put the titles on the line tonight, and I'll find a partner. So apparently Kenny Chaos or Rage or whatever one of those fuck-ups was uh, previously his co-champion. Must have been out from the attack from uh, Scott and Buff last week. So, um, yeah, we're going to... We've got Buff and Scott Steiner versus Rick Steiner. I'll be back in a little bit. I don't really... I don't even want to listen to what I had to watch. And Judy fucking Bagwell for the tag titles. How long do we have before Trent's mom starts wrestling? Well, maybe she gets in a scissor match with, uh, all right, no. Look at the fact that not only Judy Bagwell shows up, she's got the title around her waist. Yeah. She looks like my grandma drunk on New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny at home, but not in front of thousands of people. What I do hate a little bit more than anything, look at. Do you ever feel like when you're somewhere or like you hear, like you're watching a TV show and the person's name is Joe? And they're like, hey, Joe, Joe, Joe. You're like, it's like a weird, like, you know what I mean? Like, they keep, keep looking around, like, who the fuck's calling me? Yeah. She doesn't call Bagwell Marcus. She's like, Mark. 
listen, Mark, Mark, you're the reason, Mark, when she talks. Mm. She says, just, just a hard Mark. And I'm like, God damn, I feel like Judy Bagwell's my mom. <laughs> and she's wearing my title. Yeah, well, there you go. I, I yeah, I have other notes. I'm just I'm just gonna read the last one. Fuck me. Yeah, no, that uh, that yep, yep, that sums it up. Yeah. Uh Judy Bagwell's the tag team champion. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? After just reading that, I, I gotta crack another one. <laughs> fuck. Shit. Is she still alive? Yeah, oh, who the fuck knows? She's probably still up on the forklift. They should make her <laughs> her and Nicholas tag team champions somewhere just somehow the oldest and the youngest tag team champions of all time is is the chiron gonna be a picture of one of the titles in front of her gravestone (laughs) (laughs) it'd probably be marcus's before hers but anyway who the fuck knows uh, next, you get Bret Hart versus Conan. Bret works and he uses the chair as a DQ, the hitman. And Luger makes a save. <sighs> you know, as much shit that we uh, deal with on Nitro, you get a bright spot every once in a while. Usually surrounding Mean Gene. And the segment is no different. We just had it with Judy. Oh, no, we get more. Now, Mean Gene in the ring with Jericho, with Ralphus. Jericho's hair looks like he just watched something about Mary. Multiple times. Multiple times. Uh, just refer to our logo. What? <laughs> I actually wrote logo in my notes. Jeans <laughs> uh, has smile for the camera, pal. He's got the mic up to Jericho's mouth. He's looking at Jericho. Ralphus is standing behind Mean Gene, and then Mean Gene kind of just looks to the right, like looking down, looking at Ralphus's gut, and then his eyes just shift up to where he's looking him in the face, giving him the side eye. I fucking popped when I saw that. I couldn't stop laughing. I had to re- rewatch it like five times. It was fucking great. Uh, Jericho, Jericho. Uh, everybody says he's from Canada. He's from Canada. Yeah, he grew up in Canada, but he was born in Long Island. So. Uh, they mentioned that, and he goes, yeah, man, I was born here. Man, I'm glad I left. This place sucks. Um, and, uh, you know, he's basically saying, you know, just to remind everybody, it's Jericho 4, Greenberg 0. And then we see Goldberg shown being escorted to the, his locker room, at which point he sees the promo that's happening, and he flips out, and he heads to the ring. And this is one of the more famous clips, right? Jericho's backing up the aisle to the back, and Goldberg fucking knocks his soul out with a spear like this, like to me, like, and this is where I'm a mark, right? Because I don't give Goldberg a lot of props and rightfully so I feel like, but here either one of two things happened. One Goldberg had legitimate heat with Jericho, which they spin sometimes on the documentaries and fucking took it out on him. Or he just worked that angle brilliantly. Even if it didn't draw any money, even if it didn't pay off, he fucking made me believe that he wanted to murder Jericho. So props to Goldberg on this one. And Jericho. Yeah, definitely. All of it was just fun to watch. Yep, definitely. And yeah, it, the words you said, speared his soul out is pretty much like spot on. Yeah. yeah, it was a hard spear in the middle of the aisle, which 
At this point is what, like carpet and concrete or whatever they got going? Pretty much, yeah. They weren't even at the metal yet. I don't know what their, like, little ramp was from the actual entrances, but yeah. Um, Yeah, it couldn't have been pleasant. And then that's the thing. It wasn't even much of a beatdown. He, like, ripped his shirt off, threw it in his face, kicked them across. You know what I mean? There wasn't much to it, but that's what made made it seem like it was real, right? It was just like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. So, yeah, like I said, I give props for props or do. And that's about all we're getting. Uh, So we go to our main event. It's Mm -hmm. Giant and Scott Hall versus Nash and Luger. Hart interferes. He clips Nash's knee. The hit, man. Uh, Hart takes out the ref. Luger gets a chair and clears the ring. And um, they mention, yeah, don't forget that tomorrow night uh, we get Nitro Plus, a one-hour special. Well, fuck that, and thank God it's not on the cock because I ain't watching it. You know what? I did. Did you? But let me tell you something. It was the most old school Monday Nitro you could have ever asked for. It was like four matches. And that's it. No angles, no bullshit, just wrestling. Hmm. But your main event match, Goldberg versus Ming. Because we have not seen that one yet. We haven't seen it 15 times, but we've seen it 14, so they did it again. There you go. But that's all it was. So, uh, yeah, that was a uh, quick – it was like a one-hour thing. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, as they said, it was like an one hour, hour yeah. or something like that. Yeah. There, this bug is back in the room. <laughs> all right. Hey, man. Let's, uh, let's take a different twist on this week's Movie of the Week. We had such a fun time, I think, a month or so ago, where we both got to list out some of our favorite movies and really breaking down one some of our favorite stuff, you know, of all time. And it got me thinking about TV shows. I think, you know, TV shows are kind of a uh, just as important sometimes when it comes to cinema. But we did what? It was like top 30 movies or something. We, we trimmed it down. And probably won't spend anywhere near as long on each one but i'm kind of curious to hear but this week will be odm's take on his top 20 tv shows of all time there you go and again these are this is a subjective list it's what he feels not what he feels is should be in everybody's eyes what is the greatest it's what he feels are his personal favorites excited to see if we have anything that matches excited to see if one very in particular one shows up we'll find out take it away there we go yeah i mean uh the uh my list is basically 30 with my honorable mentions but uh just like the movies list uh cards subject to change right because if i do this list another month from now it's probably going to be different so but that's fine we'll go with it honorable mention these are shows that just i had typed down as i was typing down shows that i know i watched and uh i figured i'd just give them a shout out so letter kenny uh house the boys the League, Stranger Things, Squid Game, The Wonder Years, and Married with Children. Wow. Okay. Just some HMs there. Good list. Uh, I, I, maybe three out of all of them are something that I've actually watched. Yeah. Um, two of them completely in full. Wonder Years and, and uh, Married with Children I've I, I watched completely. I actually just got into The League thanks to you, actually. Oh, so, so great. Um. I'll let you know when I've made my way through that. Sweet. 
All right. Well, uh, you'll definitely like. Like I said, it's very close to Sunny. It makes they make me think of each other. Just how with how terrible they are. There's are a lot worse people on Sunny, but uh, the league's still good. All right. Yeah. Well. All right. So we'll get on with it. Uh, the top twenty. Narcos at number twenty. Don't know if you've ever seen it. Nope. Never nope. even heard. It's of on it. Netflix. Uh, the first two seasons focus on Pablo Escobar. Uh, who I'm, I'm very oh. interested in. I just think he's an interesting character. But uh, Pedro Pascal, who I'm sure you're, uh, you've got to know who Pedro Pascal is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was in that, and that's the first thing that I've ever seen him in. Uh, and he was re- he was okay. really good in that. And he actually is in the third season as well. Um, yeah, just awesome. Great show. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, 19. Uh, it's only had one season, and it also has Pedro Pascal in it. Uh, it is, it <laughs> is the, the Last of Us. Um, based on a video game, uh, one of the best video games ever, in my opinion. Um, they're going to be doing another season it in, uh, that encompasses the second part of that video game, uh, which is likely going to go two or three seasons long because there is a lot in that. So, so it's really funny because I've always had the question of it because uh, when we were staying in New York last winter, we were staying at that Airbnb, uh, it came with remember all the channels right. I was able to watch yep. everything and my wife got really into watching last oh Oops. nice and I was like yo I'm like I go what year did this thing air and she's like 2022 I'm like I go I'm like pretty fucking sure this is based off of video games she goes maybe the game was based off of this I go I really think yeah. it's vice versa because mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard that for or that I've seen the last of us for a long time just in the game world mm-hmm. um good game though huh Best ever. Uh, the Last of Us 2 I liked better, but The Last of Us 1 was great. Uh, and, I mean, you know, and obviously, you know, you know, artistic license, they have to change some things, whatever. But, man, just some sure. of the scenes are spot on with the video game. It's crazy. It's crazy. Nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 18. You ever heard of a show called Soap? Oh, my God, yeah. Way back in the day. It was like, what, early 90s or late 80s? I think late 80s, yeah. Definitely late, yeah. actually, in probably mid '80s, if I had to fathom a guess. Yeah, um, it's 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 making fun of a soap opera. It is fucking great. I I don't. It was only four seasons long, I think, but god damn, it was so funny. Same production company that did the Golden Girls, um, because oh, okay. one of the sets is it's the kitchen. It's the kitchen from the Golden Girls, but this happened before Golden Girls. Oh, no it's shit. Because you look at it, you're like, holy shit, that's the same fucking set. Um, yeah. Uh, but just the, so uh, I think reruns used to play on, like, old school. Comedy, Comedy Central, Central, old school, yeah, back so in the day. Yep, yep, definitely. Great show, great show. Uh, number 17, speaking of the Golden Girls, the Golden Girls. How could it not be on nice. the list? It's a fucking great show. Uh, really a, a progressive and a happy. B. Arthur. What? <laughs> Chick from the Golden Girls, man. <laughs> um, this show is pretty progressive when you think about it. They were tackling issues about, you know, homose- you know, standing out against uh, homophobes yep. and racists and, and shit like that. Um, it, was, it was very progressive. But, I mean, just a great, great fucking rapport between all four of them. Um, yeah. Just great. Uh, and Tarantino was on an Sophia, episode. Sophia, you can't. You, you, she's the best goddamn. Oh, Sophia's like, the best. Character I just of all did. Time. I just did. She was. A I did one of her references earlier. You, you did. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, Tarantino was on an episode as an Elvis impersonator. Oh my! I've seen that. Yep. Yep. So there you go. There's this uh, one YouTube show I watch. A quick little side thing to this. 
Uh, it's called a very special episode where they just make fun of shows and how they tackle certain situations. And it was the one where I think Blanche has a guy die in her bed or something. Yeah. Like that. And, but it was a, it was and, a married guy. Yeah. Yeah. But like Sophia just kept having like great jokes and the guy and the guy who's narrating goes slam dunk for Sophia. <laughs> like she just hits all like the major fucking jokes, man. She's great. I just, yeah. Good show. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. She's like, uh, she was like a white, uh, what's his name? Jefferson. Uh, from the Jeffersons. What's his name? Oh God. I don't remember. Uh, Sherman Helmsley or Helms. Yeah. Something like that. You know what I mean? Like just an, just an old person. You're like, ah, they're racist. It's okay. It's all right. They're all right. That's how they do. <laughs> all right. Number 16, a show that I am behind a few seasons on and need to get caught up on. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, wow. wow. Which is, old, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah just yep. a crazy, just quirky, fucking great. Uh, number 15. This is a weird one because this is not like most of the other shows where you have recurring characters and, uh, you know, the same people. Um, it's Black Mirror. So I don't know if that mm. technically makes sense. For nothing but great things about yeah. it, I got to watch Here's it. the fucked up thing. Season one, episode one is will blow your fucking mind. It It's one of those where I saw something okay. show. It, it, it was like a it was like show a still from a, a TV show with no context that nobody understands how much weight that scene carries, right? Post a picture that no, there's no context that you'll only get how important it is if you've seen it. And it was from that episode was the example. And it's hard to top that. It's fucking, even if you don't watch the whole shit, right. shit watch for first episode, just watch the first episode. I made tonight right after <clears throat> like that review right it's, there made me just want to watch it. So all right, fair enough. It's fucking crazy. Uh, number 14. I'm guessing this is going to be on your list somewhere. Family Guy. Hmm. Really? You know, my list is done. I haven't even. I don't know if it is or All not. Right. I can't remember. Maybe on there. Well, I don't need to say much more about it. It's just great. And they fucking. No, I mean it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and they did. I mean, they did fucking covers of the fucking uh, Star Wars movies, which were great. Stewie is Darth Vader. Fucking great. I know you. It's don't funny because a lot of the jokes on those fall short on me because I'm not a Star Wars right. guy. Like so, the something 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 dark, dark side. side or whatever. All those like they they all kind of fell short on me for like some of the references. However, I watch them all and I, I still do like watching them all. Um, you ever watch the movie? This is a quick little sidestep to this one, but you ever watched the original movie Hair? No, I don't think so. Travolta's in that, isn't he? No, no. What am I? Uh, wait. That's hairspray. Ah, yeah, my bad. Um, but you've heard the song "Let the Sunshine." Oh yeah, uh, let the sunshine. Fifth dimension. Yeah, yeah. So that song is a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. And what you see is a guy who takes basically the place of someone else and going off to war, like he he like stepped in for him so that he wouldn't get in trouble for not being there in time or something to that effect, right? Family Guy did a remake of it where Peter steps in for Chris, except his song is, he goes, let my son die, my son, not me. Like, the twist that they do on songs, everything, like, they, I think that Seth MacFarlane 
sometimes can be a genius, I think, with his show. I, I like, I'm a very big fan of Family Guy. Um, bigger fan of that than Simpsons, personally, but I'm sure yours is going to be a, a little closer towards somewhere. Well, we'll find so. out. Um, number 13. It has spawned a gift that I now use to almost everybody, including you specifically. Um, it reinvigorated Charlie Murphy's career. <laughs> it's Chappelle's show. <laughs> nice. I don't even know what else to say. It's fucking Chappelle's show. No, dude, it's funny because we, we just did the Whack Arnold's. Um, I sent to you the... The N-word family, we'll call it that skit. Um, it was ahead of its time, I, I think. Like, not ahead of its time, maybe Bro, just at the right time, but then it, it was so good. It was ahead of its time in calling out being a pussy about everything. And a lot of the racism stuff. Dude, the whole uh, blind, black, white supremacist <laughs> guy. I mean, that was episode one episode one he's like if we're not getting kicked off the air from this i don't know what will my one of my favorite lines in that thing listen here anybody gonna have sex with my sister gonna be me i like at the end when he finds out he was black he divorced his wife for being an n-word lover <laughs> come on <laughs> the, dude, the dude's brilliant i like the 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 car commercial where he's like, and let me slow that down. You see the girl's tit come out of the. <laughs> the oh, the, that's right. Um, they were making fun of the. They weird. were making fun of. They think the Mitsubishi commercial. <laughs> yeah, titty popped out. And he goes, and look at my face. I'm like, mm. oh my god, I forgot all about uh, that. That and I just watched recently the the John Mayer one where. Oh my god! When you play music in certain neighborhoods, how people act. Well, it's all in front oh, of white my. people, and they go to a hood barber shop. And they have Quest Love underneath it, and it's great because they just pull it off, they pull the sheet off of him, and he has to comb his hair afterwards oh, a little bit. <laughs> it's fucking great. Oh, I loved it. Oh, it's fucking great. Good show. Yeah, absolutely. Number twelve. I didn't even think about it. I am wearing a shirt uh, under under my fucking uh. Oh, my nice. Hoodie. It's Archer. Uh, another one I haven't watched lately. I'm a couple seasons behind, and the final season is actually airing now. Um. Just the jokes are fucking great. Phrasing. Uh, and again, with an animated show, you get away with so much more. It's just fucking... Yeah, it's just funny. It's just fucking funny. Yep. That's it. Uh, number 11. You're probably going to be surprised it's not higher up. The IT crowd. Uh, well, I mean, I, I haven't heard your top 10, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, But it, at least it made it the, in, in your list. Uh, I think mine did make it in the list it's it's amazing how much the other day pink floyd's on we don't need no education yes <laughs> you do you just use a double negative <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, it's a great show <laughs> a plan let me put on my slightly larger glasses <laughs> he hears the plan he goes back to the smaller glasses it's just so fucking great <laughs> Put it up to 10 on your vibrator. I'm going to blow my fucking cock off. A great man died today. Did somebody else die? <laughs> somebody else died. <laughs> that entire episode is probably my favorite besides the one where they... I'm just saying... Oh, that, that's my favorite. That when he goes, she goes, how long have you been paralyzed? 20 years and how did it happen if you don't acid? mind me asking acid acid what are the chances 
100 to 1. <laughs> it's like, would you like a drink? <laughs> yes, whiskey, double, please. <laughs> and she turns around and moss is right there. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, Dude, ma'am. It <laughs> it's so that's weird. easily the yeah best episode. And then the end is him closing down the bar during the credits. <laughs> yeah. And he falls over and knocks over all the glasses. Oh, my God. It's so great. Oh God, I love that show so much. I should have moved Good show. it up. Uh, number ten, a classic from uh, from childhood that I still watch every once in a while, and had a movie spinoff that was one of the best animated movies ever. Uh, it's Batman the Animated Series. Uh, Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. uh, as Batman. You had Mark Hamill as uh, the Joker. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. And actually, oddly enough, uh, another weird random thing that I have here is a signed still from Batman the Animated Series by the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, who just recently passed away, unfortunately. Nice. Nice that he died? Or the still? <laughs> Jesus, man. All right. That was our, that was, a st- that was the start of That's our awesome, t- dude. Start at the top 10. We'll go to number 9. 24. Seems like... Man, I never watched it, but I heard it was really good. Seems like an odd entry, and, you know, towards the end, it kind of got hard to kind of keep that gimmick going, but they did. For those of you who don't know and aren't familiar with it, every episode was an hour long, and it was minute by minute. So you're watching this story in real time. And it takes place over a 24-hour period. So 24 episodes, each an hour long. They might have thrown like a two-hour episode in there. But whatever. Um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, it was just, it was magic. It, it, it really worked yep. at the beginning. Uh, one of Jackie and I's uh, favorite shows, shows to watch together. Uh, haven't watched it in a while. But we do have the first season on DVD. Might have to revisit it. Number eight. Another show that Jackie and I uh, decided to watch together, The Wire. Just started that oh. not too long ago. Omar's coming. Omar's coming. Yeah. I haven't gotten that you far. You haven't got to Omar yet? Dude, Omar fucks shit up. It's a good show. When I say I started it, I mean I watched an episode. Okay. No, that's cool, man. It's a good start. That's where I'm at. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, number seven, South Park. I can't tell you how many times I've been uh, have ingested chicken nuggets, laid in bed, and watched that, and had such a severe laughing f- spurt that I had to stop and go back. And that's when you know the show's good. Yeah, and then they actually even poke fun at Family Guy. They do an entire episode. Where they explain, they find out the way that they're making fun of Family Guy, saying that the show sucks because there's never an actual story. It's just they say, "Oh, it's like the time this happened," and then they cut away to that. And the way that it happens is they get manatees with different colored balls pushing them into the tanks. You know, where one is like the situation, one is the punchline, and it's just three things that they just combo and fucking. <laughs> It's the same way that uh, Jason Alexander comes up with stories for the uh, tabloid in Blank Man, where he throws darts at different dartboards to come up with the fucking oh my story. God, that's right. Remember that? Now that's a story. <laughs> uh, yeah. So number six, we've talked about it recently. Breaking Bad. Nice. Okay. It's just, it, it, is that on its own? It's on its own. It it deserves to be on its own. Yes. Okay. Breaking Bad is on its own. Uh, we've talked a lot okay. about it. Don't really feel like I need to say anything about it. Number five. Did we? I don't feel like we talked enough about it. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, no, no we didn't. Yeah, that. no, we didn't because we talked about uh, breaking or uh, Better Call Saul. That's what we talked about for an hour. Like, um, and Walter White died. Okay. <laughs> um, number five, Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
Larry David is my spirit animal. It's all improv. There's no lines written. Uh, it's just, it's fucking hilarious. Another one where I just end up in fits. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely great. I've only seen a couple episodes here and there, not like full seasons, yeah. but I've seen some episodes. Good shit. Number four, Better Call Saul. There it is. Okay. Ding. I mean, I, I'm on. Cabron, uh, where's your balls? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on my third watch through. I and no it's, shit. It's that good. It's just it's so good. Isn't the scene with Mike and Trevor Phillips from uh, GTA just the fucking best? The oh whole, my pimento! Like, the whole it's a yeah, cheese. The, it's a type of they, cheese. They call it the caviar <laughs> of the Southwest. <laughs> He's so good. What if you need a gun? Oh, I man. suppose I'll just take one of yours. <laughs> and again. I think I told you this, but if you watch El Camino, that mountain man is the stripper's valley. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Fucking great. All right. Where were we? All right. Top three. Number three, The Office. It's just too good. Okay. It's just too good. Yep. I love it. Have you watched any of the super fan? No, I've seen some clips from them, but uh, yeah. I, I just was able to put it on the other day, and I watched one where... Michael was seriously being like, and you're a pussy, and you're a pussy. We're all a bunch of pussies about this. And I go, well, I know that one. Yeah, no shit, right? (laughs) But it was, yeah, man, super fan cuts are pretty decent. uh, It's basically each episode, but with extended scenes or deleted scenes put in so you get a full 30-minute show, not just the 22 that you would get from being on TV. Right. Yeah, no, I've heard a lot of good shit about it. I'm going to fucking uh, definitely have to check it out sometime. Maybe once we get past the wars, I'll uh, have some free time. <laughs> a couple years from now. Pretty much. Uh, let's see. Number two, Seinfeld. I mean, again, I really don't know what to tell you. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, there's nothing wrong with that. Good show. <laughs> Actually, I just went through my very first run through. I think it was last year yeah. in completion. Um, I can't tell you how often I actually used to do the shit that George does, where if you look really, really ticked off at work, <laughs> people think you're really busy, so they don't mess with you. Yeah. Uh, it, it's brilliance. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, it's just a great show. I don't know what else to say. Well, I... I Sadly, know what your number one is. I was going to say, at this point, you goddamn well know what number one is. Number one. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's The Simpsons, because when I came up with this, I hadn't watched, uh, I hadn't even watched all the way through Sunny, so I got to give it some rewatches and stuff, so that's why it didn't even make the HMs. Uh, I have a funny feeling that... Not even a little HM, okay. (laughs) But but even if if we redid this today, it would definitely be in the top 20. So, uh, you know, credit to where credit's due. Uh, it would be in the top 20 if I'd redid the list. You are by far the biggest Simpsons fan I've ever met and stayed true to it since day <clears throat> yeah, one. that's number one. <laughs> uh, I sometimes don't even get half your references uh-huh. on the show yeah. because you're referencing the Simpsons, and I'm like, I think he meant something about them, but I don't know, and I'm too dumb to ask, so <laughs> fuck it, let's move on. I have, uh, I have books that cover the first, I think, 12 seasons. It's spread over a couple books, but it's just a breakdown of each episode, any music that's in it. Uh, you know, the gags, I mean, it's, and I love it. It's like a Bible. And most of that shit I've committed to memory anyway, oddly enough. Um, but I mean, uh, so all three of the living Beatles were on the Simpsons. 
Ringo was actually in the first oh, episode, and then it was George, and then it was Paul. And Paul was one of my favorite episodes. It's um, it's where Lisa goes vegetarian. So they go to like a petting zoo, and Lisa sees this little lamb, and she's oh so cute, so cute. I wish I could take you home. And they go home and have dinner, and guess what they have? Lamb chops. So that freaks her out, and she freaks out. And at the same time, Homer <coughs> is trying to plan a neighborhood barbecue. Just wants to show out and just you know invite everybody over, have a good time. So naturally, that bothers Lisa because she's now a vegetarian. So Homer gets, he gets his invites. He order all these invites, and they're shaped like a pig, right? <laughs> and it says, this is your invitation to Homer's BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. What's that extra B for? That's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. So then there's one, so, so basically it's a pig roast, and, you know, they get to it, and Lisa's all pissed off, and... They're arguing, and the spit ends, is on wheels, and it ends up rolling downhill. And Bart and him are chasing it, and it goes through the bush. It's just a little dirty. It's still good. It's still good. And, go, and it goes into the river. Oh, it's just a little wet. It's still good. It's still good. And then it gets in, and it hits the dam, and it plugs up the hole, and the pressure builds up, and the pig fucking shoots out. And he goes, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. It's dead. It's gone. I know. And then they cut to Burns in his office, which I'm you've at least seen a picture of Mr. Burns in his office at the power plant, sure. right? Big windows. He goes, You know, Smithers, I was thinking about donating a million dollars to children's hospital. When pigs fly, the pig goes flying across the screen. He goes, Uh, you gonna donate that money, sir? Probably not. <laughs> Did you say this is the first episode? No, 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 no. Um, no, no, no. It sounds very familiar. I feel like I've seen at least some of this or all of it. So then at the end, she's Lisa's struggling with her decision to be a vegetarian. She goes into Quickie Mart and she takes one of the hot dogs and Apu tells her that, you know, it's actually vegetarian. And, you know, and, you know, it, you know, she tells her that he's actually vegan because he's, he's Hindu. Uh, and he goes, let me show you something. And he, and he opens up a case with N.A. beer and it's a door that leads upstairs. He goes, what happens if somebody wants to get N.A. beer? You know, it's never come up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go up to the roof That's of the Quickie one. Mart, and it's like a massive garden, and Paul and Linda McCartney are there. Oh, my God. And he, sa- and awesome. he says, you know, and if you play Maybe I'm Amazed Backwards, you'll get a recipe for a really bitchin' lentil soup. <laughs> and then what, is, what does Apu say? Apu says... It's kind of like your song, Live and Let Live. Actually, it's Live and Let Die. Whatever, whatever. It had a good rhythm. It's just a great <laughs> episode. I mean, and that's and that's shortchanging it. The, the, the episodes, I could do this for fucking hours. It's just, and listen, you can fucking knock the last 10 years of this show off because I haven't seen them and there's no way it's as good as it was. Season three to like probably 12 is your sweet spot because Conan O'Brien did a lot of writing for those, uh, you know, like right, three I to nine. That. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I can't say enough. I love that show to death. I'll have to gander into some episodes a little more. It's been a it's been a while, but but I at least I'll have the Simpsons sing the blues album. That's something. Oh, have you heard the new Beatles song? Now and then, I did. Pretty good. Speaking of, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I don't like the music video. Yeah, they tried too hard. They tried to way too hard. Force everybody in like they're still in the, together at the same time. I'm like, I get what you're trying to yeah. do with like hologram CGI and AI and all that shit, but just don't. Just don't. It was fine without it. Oh, absolutely. But no, good song. I don't mind it. Speaking of a song, before I let you all go, and we let you all go this week, take a listen to this song. Just let your soul go. 
for as long as we have been talking about it on this show, I did not know that the lead singer was white. The whole goddamn band was black except for this guy. And he's singing Soul Glow? Are you kidding? As soon as I saw that, I go, no. And it's him. Wow. That just, that was amazing. I had to send that to you. I was like, dude, the whole damn band. I can't believe this. He did it. Wow. He did a pretty good job, but you could tell that he was like, I got to hit this right. Like he put some pauses in there just to make sure he could get that breath in. And, and I don't fucking blame him because he fucking nailed it. And people were cheering yeah, in the neat. background. I, everybody was like, I still can't believe he's white. That's what everybody was saying there. Yeah. He's I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Wow. Like, is this for real or for real guy? <laughs> oh, he he's, he's, uh, this is just a cover artist. Nope. It's really them. Wow. It's really the soul goal, Blan. Well, next week, we're going to be back with the top topic. And we're going to be talking about, look, I think it's time to start capping off what left they have. So we're going to talk about the top 10 AEW pay-per-views. Can't see too many getting much better from here on out. But maybe. We can only hope. Maybe if they separate the two companies, Ring of Honor, AEW. Uh, never mind. Hey. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. And. Man, it's a big one. Monday Night Wars, Deadly Games, the tournament. That's right, the big one. And, and if you look at the uh, the Peacock logo, you pretty much are going to know who, who won the event. But check it out. We got that. We'll be talking about that and the Monday Night Wars that follow along. We'll have Bring It to the Table. We'll have some more wrestling. We'll have some news. And do we have a pay-per-view this weekend? No, thank God. God damn it. Uh, at least current times or the wars? Of the yeah, I was going to say. Well, at, le- <laughs> at least it's not double on both ends. But thank you guys for listening. I'm the professor. I bid you a farewell. He's ODM. Five words coming at you. Side-eyeing Ralphus's beer gut. All right, cool. Uh, and, and I'll try to keep you more in the loop. Uh, I, I just found out about this, but this is just the initial meeting. Uh, they haven't even started practices yet. But then there's also indoor baseball training that's off season. So, yeah, sorry, you're dealing with uh, – I'm not used to this. My kid's a jock. I, I had no jocks in my family. I have no friends that were jocks. <laughs> I, this is, I didn't this, even know he's, jocks. He's, he's, he, he's actually really popular and good at sports and – I don't know what that's like, and I don't think any of my <laughs> friends know what that's like, so <clears throat> it's just weird. I'm not used to this shit. <clears throat> you know what I mean? 
You're like, tell me about your day, son. <laughs> <laughs> How much pussy did you have thrown at you? <laughs> Wait, girls do that at that age? What? <laughs> He, I had to take him for a, he needed a physical for school and for sports and everything. So I take him the other day and, you know, it's one of those things like I sit in the room with him, but I mean, he does all the talking. The doctor talks directly to him. He's at that age now where, you know, where they do that. And, and, uh, you know, so he's asking, he's like, are you sexually active? And I looked at him like, well, I would be, but my girlfriend does says she's got a pussy troll. <laughs> pussy troll. Oh my God. And Listerine oh is her mouth troll. troll. <laughs> the mouth troll, that's right, yeah. Oh, my Women. God, I forgot all about that. 